Nikki Jensen and Brie Picconi and we're Late, Late to, to the, the Party, a weekly podcast about film, fashion, pop culture. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Hey guys. So, how are you, Nick? Um, I'm doing I'm doing pretty well, Brie. Good. Like this I don't know, it's a very Wednesday type of day. Oh, I keep forgetting, honestly, because we always record on Monday, so I'm like, I'm mentally on like a Monday right now. It's just another manic Monday, except it's Wednesday. Wow. But no, it's like, I've been so spacey all day. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. I was like- Not like outer space. No, or not Kevin space. Okay, I'm good. not like raping little boys. Oh. Sorry. Don't have that as a sound clip. That'll get us banned from TikTok again. <laughs> Oh boy. Um Brie, there's another Already we're banned <laughs> the first five seconds of our podcast. You know that there's another late to the party podcast? A Dungeons and Dragons one? Or no, there's another? another one and it's like it looks like these very sweet girls. They have like Lego looking heads and on their um artwork. Uh-huh. And they do movies. Kind of like our movie club. Uh-huh. Um so no shade to them, but and I've never listened to their podcast, but I feel like they're very wholesome. Uh-huh. And so if people, like... Confuse us? Confuse us. If they're like, oh, we're going to listen to this Late to the Party podcast, and then they come on to me being like, like you know, saying the most inappropriate shit, you know? <laughs> I feel like every time we get together on this pod, somehow... I one offend. Of us, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh. Well... If you're here to listen to Late to the Party, the other one, well, I don't know, but I have a feeling this is going to be a lot more fun. (laughs) But no, what was I saying? Spacey. Spacey, yeah. See, that was a tangent. Spacey. No, like, I feel like I've been really stressed lately. And... I have my two modes, and my purse is insane. Brie, have you seen my purse recently? I have not. I'm just going to guess. Is it just random shit thrown in it? Is it like like that? It's not. Really? It's not random. It's, okay, so I have a huge jar of CBD gummies <laughs> because I've been so stressed lately. Oh, no. And I also have edibles. <laughs> oh, nice. And, you know, I have like... Lip gloss and, you know. The essentials. The essentials, yeah. Okay, but it's still organized? It's organized now. If you want to get into the nitty gritty, what's in my bag? I bought, like, Stasher makes two, like, they make um, little pouch things for your bag or your purse. Okay, like, they're, like, little, like, like, you can put things in there to organize, you mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, like, in that, uh, like, silicone, like, like the jelly Stasher, yeah. Excuse me. Better out than in that was. Sorry. We haven't actually seen each other in person, and I feel like I have so much to tell you. Lay it on me. Well, and I hope I hope I'm not too hyper for the pod, because I'm like, oh, I've just been... You have, like, two more sips CBD <laughs> of gummies. But, Brie, you just burped, which made me think of Shrek. <laughs> oh, boy. Which made me think of this account you sent me. Oh, yeah. Shrek is a legend, or Shrek is... Uh, he's something. I, I can't remember what it's called. 
Shrek is life. Shrek is love. Light. Like Shrek is love. <laughs> Shrek is live, laugh, love. love. But something like that. Anyways, I know this was a bit, and I know this is like your thing, Brie. Shrek? Like you love Shrek. Yeah. I do. I think I love Shrek. I think I'm a Shreky. I think you are too because our last podcast, <laughs> we could not, the both of us just kept going down that Shrek. Like, and when we talked about the Oscars too, we couldn't shut up about Shrek. I don't know what's, I just, I don't know. He's taken over. It was a revolutionary movie, the first Oscar winning film, it's like animated film. It's back on Netflix, one and two. I don't know about three. I mean, three you can keep. What are your thoughts on Shrek Forever After or whatever it's called? Is that the emotional one? That's the like fourth. The, the family gets torn apart. Oh yeah, with like Rumpelstiltskin who looks like Shane Dawson. Yeah, when Shane Dawson tear like helps tear the family apart. I mean, that one was emotional. Seems accurate. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Okay, I remember. Do you remember OPI? Mm-hmm. Had a nail polish like range when the fourth Shrek came out, like vaguely. But like, are you saying it was more than just green? Like, what yeah, are the colors? They had a like a very interesting like blue. It was like a medium tone blue. Yeah, look it up. I gotta look this like, up. Like, there was like a medium tone blue. I don't want to say cornflower blue, but like a little darker than that. I don't wear blue nail polish. But I remember having that blue and really vibing with it. I don't know. I was I was very into the Shrek XOPI collection. Okay, wait a second. Okay, but why are these colors kind of cute? I mean, is this okay. it? Yes. Okay. So there's like the Shrek green. Yeah, like literally the color of Shrek. Very slime green kind of color. Which is sexy. <laughs> now that I'm coming out as a Shreky, <laughs> hot. Then next shade, it's like a lime, like a like you know what it reminds me of, like a, it's like a key lime, ooh, or something. Like it's like a lime, creamy. Oh, it is like a light, like a like a key lime or like a like a neon citrus. Yeah, it's like a lighter version. It's not as in your face green. Yeah. I also think it's hot. <laughs> then there's like a beautiful, like muted pastelly lilac. I like it. I would wear that. That's actually a cute shade. Um, there's another purple, like a darker purple, which you can keep. Eh. Keep it. Does it have shimmer though? I'm trying to zoom in. No, it doesn't. But the blue, something about the darker blue looks kind of cool. That's the one I had. That's the one you had. Yeah, and then they have like a lighter. Like not minty, but like almost a Tiffany box blue. Yeah, those are the blues are pretty. I like a robin's egg. I don't understand the correlation. Oh, look, someone sampled it on their nails. Hold up, I need to see this. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes, come through. Oh my gosh, I was gonna say that blue that you said you liked. It reminds me of your Juicy Couture sweatpants a bit. Yes, maybe that's why I liked <laughs> them in 2010. I don't know. I we could go down this rabbit hole too. We set our introductions right. Yeah, we did. Okay, cool. So we can talk about whatever we want because it's our podcast and we can do what we want. Exactly. Well, also, this is late to the party. This is circa 2010. I know. You thought we were going to talk about current things? No. Shrek all day, all the time. (laughs) We might as well just change our podcast to that. Late to the Shreky. There we go. 
Shrek to the party. Shrek to the we, this can be like our spin-off. We yeah. can have a spin-off podcast where we go full Shrek and put on the like ogre ears. Oh, I love it. I've been listening to a lot of um blank check with Griffin and I think David is okay. the name of it. But they do like basically their synopsis is or like their premise is like they'll do an episode on like an actor's film or not an actor, a director's filmography. And it's kind of like if the a lot of directors get like a blank check if they make one hit to do whatever they want. What? So their premise is like, does the check clear? Does the check bounce? It's really good. Anyways, so they for their series. Like, they'll do one director, and, like, I'm listening to, like, the Nora Ephron ones now, and, like, they have, like, a one Harry Met Sally, like, poster, but instead of uh, Meg Ryan and Billy Crystal, it's their faces, like, these two dudes' faces photoshopped on it. I love that energy. So that could be us with Shrek. Yes. (laughs) Who's Shrek? Who's Fiona? Who's Don? We, I want to be... I want us to be all the characters, though, in that first Shrek <gasps> oh, poster. Like when I refaced myself into the Harry Potter poster and I was all the characters. Yeah, that was so good. Oh, uh, I bet. Oh, man, Nick. Okay. Yeah. I bet you there's a Shrek one. I'm going to go in here and make a note. We can definitely post it to, like, the socials. Yeah. Uh, and one day, if we had, if we had a website running totally in the show notes, but... But definitely on, like, Instagram. Oh, oh my gosh. These gifs, though, are a little unsightly. <laughs> Jeez. That's a little... I don't remember that. What did that. you type in, I Brie? just in Shrek. That was it. To what? In the Reface app. That's all I, I looked for. This is not from the movie. That That's inappropriate. We won't post that one. But wait. Can you just tell everyone? <laughs> no. I, no. I also want to say PSA. Oh. Ooh. He looks angry there. I want to say do not look up Shrek um, fan art. Do not do that on Google. You've been warned. I'm sorry for the levels. I didn't expect all of that, Brie. There's a lot of uh Okay, just Shrek to fans. tell. Yeah, okay. So Brie showed me. Unprovo- <laughs> we were having a good, wholesome conversation like our other late-to-the-party um, compatriots, our name sisters. Uh-huh. Good, clean, fun. And then Brie shows me Shrek naked. Shrek getting well, banged. Oh, is that what's happening? I think that's I, what something is I behind he was, like, possessed, Shrek. like by a demon. Oh. Um. Okay. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> I guess that could be interpreted that way. Oh my god. I don't know, Nick. This is. There's dangers when looking up Shrek. That's for sure. Maybe I'm not a Shreky because that. <laughs> okay. Is not okay. But the, see, these are like. I think it's just Shrek intensifying. I think that's what was happening. Let's just go with Let's that. Let's go with that. I feel like you showed me Shrek porn. <laughs> and... You're welcome. <laughs> a whole nother... You said you're a Shreky, but are you? This is a test, Nick. <laughs> okay, Brie, you're back to being the only Shreky in the group. <laughs> I didn't pass the test. I didn't pass the Shrektal test. Oh my god. The Shrektal test. <sighs> Does wow. Shrek pass the Bechdel test, and then we'll get off Shrek. Oh, you mean like for real, like in the movie? Wait, what is it? It's supposed to be something about like women they don't saying talk about men. I don't think it does. I don't. There's only Fiona and like the mom sometimes. Yeah, but they talk about. I don't know, like happily ever after, isn't that something? That's romance. It's, 
We, I don't, I don't know. I gotta look at the criteria and really compare. Like I gotta do a serious analysis. <laughs> I've gotta watch Shrek again. Okay, well we'll do Shrek. Through. We'll do a movie club on Shrek. We should have very probing questions though before we go into it. You know, we should. We should really treat that like our last Mamma Mia episode. Which I'm sorry about. <laughs> Like, I feel like we were way too serious watching Mamma Mia. Yeah, I feel like I just, I thought the director's commentary was a good idea, but um, it does make you think a little too much, and we didn't get to sing along as much as we had wanted to, so there's that. Well, okay, I know, okay, I know Meryl Streep is a great actress. I mean, most of those people are just, like, the top of their game, like, acts, right? Yeah. Like, the greatest performers. But what makes Mamma Mia work is the bops, is the tunes, the ABBA songs. Exactly. So I feel like, I just feel like we didn't do it justice. I know. It did take out, because like the, I know the time before that, like we did not like shut up during the movie. Like when we watched it without the commentary, just on our own, not for the pod. Like the last time we watched it, we were like literally basically jumping on the bed yes just like in the movie just because we were having such a good time and then after it was over we were still singing we were and for for days days. (laughs) yeah jinx but uh just kidding we already have cokes we do but yeah no it was very different this time around i didn't like it i thought it was funny too how we watched all those oscar movies we watched the hours literally a week before Brie and I were making fun of AIDS. We were making fun of every serious topic you can think of and laughing. We were like, ooh, Virginia Woolf is going to kill herself. Ha <laughs> Rocks. Rocks in the pockets. It was a little <laughs> too serious, I think. It, we needed some levity. Yeah. We weren't really. Whatever. Yeah, get a yeah. pig joke. But, um, <laughs> if you're offended. But, um, Mama Mia, we were like glasses on like pencils out yeah i really felt like i was taking notes for like my final or something just like or for excuse me excuse me (laughs) don't get (laughs) get out of my swamp (laughs) um yeah i don't know i thought like we could write a whole report afterwards or for sure but you know it's like fun yeah is a thing you have to like experience it's not something you can like intellectualize because I feel like we got out of watching Mamma Mia last week being like, that was fun. Oh, yeah, it was definitely with that I tone. I think it was a fun film. That film was very entertaining and fun. Yeah, but then we didn't talk about how, like, Pierce Brosnan, like, the director literally was like, he's like Tom Waits. That was hilarious. And 007 is literally singing ABBA. He's like, I'm a rock star. He was, and he was going for it. I love the energy. I thought we were going to talk more about, like, the behind the scenes and the cast party and stuff, but we just, like, we were way too intellectual that day. Dude, well, let's talk about it then. Yeah, let's let's get into it. Oh, my God. Have you seen those, like, memes on Twitter where it was, like, the Mamma Mia rap party was lit? (laughs) I did. I mean, those shots from the rap party are, like... I mean, they're, like, jumping in the air with the microphones, like, Christine Baranski. Like, she, like the, everyone looks wasted. They do. Oh, my gosh. What a dream. I know. If I could, like, take a time machine, I want to go there. 
It was so cool, too, like, seeing the footage. Like, you sent me, like, it was, like, maybe 11 minutes long of just, like, it was, like, Meryl Streep and Pierce Brosnan and everyone around them, like, singing, like, the songs. And it was just, like... Yeah. I don't know. They're, like, karaokeing and... Two ABBA songs. Two ABBA songs, yeah. Oh, man. And that they were at the rap party. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I know they sang Super Trooper. And what was the other one? Oh, like, the one where, like... Something, the line's, like, not too old for sex because Meryl Streep grabs a mic from Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> yeah. What song is that? Is it The Winner Takes It All? Yes. That's the one. Oh, man. Yep. Dude, because we've, we've been to rap parties. Oh, yeah, we have. I totally forgot. I, like, I, went with you when, you like, you were, like, in all these productions. Yes. And- in, in my past life, I was an actor. <laughs> and uh, I've been to plenty of rap parties. None that lit. Not like that. Like, they're all living their best lives. They look like they genuinely really liked each other. And it was like, I don't think I've witnessed personally a cast that, like, likes each other that much. But also, it's fun seeing, like, it's Meryl Streep and Colin Firth Mm -hmm. and Stellan Sarsgaard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and they're letting loose. That means you have to, I don't know, it's so good. Like, there's, like, some sort of freedom. Yeah. I love it. I also, too. I love how Pierce Brosnan was like, I'm going to be a part of this because Meryl Streep signed on. Like, Oh, yeah, he didn't even know his role, right? Right. I don't know. And then I guess it was something about his dad had passed away, like, a couple months prior, I think. And then the role that they were, one of the roles they offered him Oh, what was it? It was, it was like Car- someone Carmichael or something. And his dad's last name was Carmichael. So I think Aww. that's how it all came together. He was like, yes, it's meant to be. That's I really. I love that, though. I love Pierce Brosnan. He's cool. I don't know. Something about him is very charming. Yeah. I feel like yeah. he's a little understated somehow. And I don't know. Not bad looking for. No. And, and all. No. And I feel like as a 90s baby, he is my bond. Yeah. I know. I'm like. Yeah, I feel like he is. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of Bond movies, though, I'll be honest. Maybe one. I'm not really, like, a Bond gal. Um, I haven't seen a lot of them fully, like, start to finish. I did really like Goldeneye. And, um, I, like, watched that one scene where, like, in Die Another Day, where Pierce Brosnan's, like, surfing or skiing or something. That sounds And fun. the CG is so bad, and it makes me laugh every time. Is he not really on a wave? Is- <laughs> nah, not at all. And it brings me so much joy. It's a must-watch. Oh, my God. I want to see it just for that. I was, like, every time I watch it, too, I'm so, like, perplexed because I'm, like, okay, the year's 2002. CG's not that good, but it's not that bad. And it's well, some crazy. Okay, but in that time, didn't some production companies have like a difficult time keeping up? Like, or there was like just different like um, because you know what? Let me can I look up something real quick? Yeah, look I'm it trying up. to think. Like, you know, like Shark Boy and Lava Girl and um. Okay, that was terrible. Yeah, was that like two thousand five? And wait, what about Spy Kids though? Was that two thousand like two or like when did um, that come out? Because wait, Spy Kids three D that is um Spy Kids. I think that was like oh three. Yeah, that was pretty... Yeah, it was 03. Wait, so when did the first Spy Kids come out? Was it still the 90s or was it no, the, literally 2000? It, it was 2001, I remember. Oh. So they released it literally one year apart. Yeah, but you know, like, as, like, little kids, like, in kid time, 
I thought those movies were, like, spaced out way more. Oh, this is just horrible. What? Did you know that there's a Spy Kids 4D? It says Spy Kids all the time in the world in 4D, aromascope. I don't know what that means, but look at the cast. It's not even... There's no Antonio Banderas. There's no... Um, wait wait Alexis, a second. Alexa... What's her name? Alexa... Vega? Vega. There we go. But no, I'm shocked. That's Joel McHale from the soup <gasps> oh, in community and then the, isn't that um jessica alba jessica alba yeah what what is happening this is not right and that boy it looks like his eyes are like facetuned he looks like junie like robot junie yeah June, you know in the first and, oh my God, and the dog looks like a robot this is like what is this i oh, man is this like coming out like oh it's it's just 2011 Oh, where'd you see that? How did you know? On the bottom of the oh. poster? <laughs> I was looking everywhere for that. I just saw a bunch of numbers. I was like, oh, 8, 19, 11. Weird. I wonder what that means. Very weird. Well, <laughs> wow, I'm sorry. I, I really got on a tangent there. I just... Wait, it says Alexa Vega is in it, though. Damn. How Ricky Gervais. For... What? Wow, watch him be like the voice of the dog or something. Probably. It says it's the first one without the uh, participation of Antonio Banderas or Carla Gugino? 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 I don't know. And not to be distributed by Miramax. Interesting. Wow. I mean, hot take, but Miramax don't make no junk. That's true. And that looks like junk. It says distributed by the Weinstein Company, though. Oh, man. Well, Mm. Well, you know... Fuck Harvey Weinstein. I'm gonna yeah. turn on them. Yeah. <laughs> See where our loyalties lie. Ugh. Oh. But oh. um. Okay, that was a rabbit hole. I know. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. We're like 25 minutes in, and I haven't even asked how have you been. Oh wow, you didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I've I've been good. I mean, I've had some ups and downs, but pretty good right now. Yeah, can't complain. Yeah, for some reason I wanted to make a like an 18s reference, but that's upside down. Upside down, bouncing, bouncing off the ceiling. ceiling. That's what I thought of, but never mind. Yeah, are you upside down as well? Um, yes. Okay. I'm well, bouncing. that's good. I'm bouncing off the ceiling. Inside out, stranger <laughs> to this feeling. <laughs> oh. You know, I don't really know what that means to be honest, but I feel it. Yeah my heart <laughs> i love that song i do too oh man so not so like uh, back to abba yeah in the 18 it always goes back to abba and mama mia like pierce brosnan with his father's name yes <laughs> like i feel like i was like why am i thinking of the 18s it's because like abba and the 18s stand for abba teens is that wait really? Yeah, because their first album, they're only singing basically "Mamma Mia." That whole soundtrack—that's how I knew the song. So they did what? Wow! So they just copied ABBA and mm-hmm. made their own kind of music out of it. And then that CD was like a big hit. And they really and wow. so then they were like, "Oh, we're gonna be a group now." I guess that is crazy. What a wild time! But see, that's why. See, it's all coming back to me now. Because, like, last week we were talking about Mamma Mia. Yeah. And I was like, I was a big ABBA fan as a kid. Yeah. Well, that's not n- entirely true. You were 
A-Teens fan. I was you? a huge A-Teens fan. And then I f- was like, oh, yeah, ABBA. And that was around the time when, like, everyone had ABBA gold. So. Wow. Wow. It all ties together. That's wild. It really does. I did not know A-Teens was ABBA teens. Yeah. Like, I may have seen that in my youth, but probably glossed over it because I didn't know about ABBA. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm like, that was before my time. Wow. Everything goes back, though. We did that episode of Dick at the end of the credits. Uh-huh. Six months from the Richard did a cover of Dancing Queen. I just feel like... I don't know. Wow. There's an ABBA multiverse. I think there is. But I feel like, are we spinning in an ABBA, ABBA-verse, but also the Nancy Myers-verse? Oh, yeah. Are we just like... Which I love that she's aware of the coastal grandma trend. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Brie. Pray tell. Okay. So, well, when I saw this tweet, you you sent me this tweet and I was like, at first I just thought it was like, um, I think it's a tweet. Maybe it's an Instagram. Hold on. I'm like, I'm like an old. But yeah. So let me. Oh, it's. Okay, cool. I found it. It is on Instagram. She posts like a. Like a screenshot of a Refinery29 article. And it says, Coastal Grandma is the latest escapist TikTok aesthetic. Here's how to dress the part. And it's like, got Diane Keaton on, you know, she's, it looks like something's got to give. I'm pretty sure that's the movie it's from. I'm, I'm like, like 99.9. Yeah. But she's got her white bucket hat, a white sweater over like a white shirt. And she's just living her best life on the beach. And then, um. Yeah, and Nancy Meyer says this article says the coastal grandmother aesthetic has garnered over 1 billion views on TikTok. Is that a typo? That's a lot of views for a pair of khaki pants, a gap sweater, and a bucket hat. And then she says, what do you think, at Diane Keaton? So she like, I haven't seen, I don't think she's responded. I don't think Diane Keaton's responded, but I I love that this is happening and we're like kind of on the pulse of it. Oh my God. Because we've been talking so about this. many things. We are on the pulse of, we are no longer late to the party, Brie. I know. I <laughs> Like, okay, I don't think – I don't think on the podcast we've talked about Coastal Grandma for one. So, like, let's rewind for a second. I, th- I think we – We have? I thought we threw it out last podcast. I don't know how much we got into it, though. But, yeah, like, Brie and I have personally been talking about the Coastal Grandma aesthetic. A like, lot. via TikTok a lot. Because it kind of ta- – it's like – so, we did an episode, like, in December. We were talking about the Nancy Myers Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, an integral part of the NMCU, I feel. Like, I feel like the universe, it you know, the, the element of attire, mm-hmm. it's coastal grandma chic. Yes. Which is, like, you know, like the Gap. Mm-hmm. Or bucket hats. Or cardigans. What? I had a vision just now. What? We we should take ourselves to the beach. We live close to the beach. Dress up like coastal grandmas and take pictures. We should. Oh my god, have some wine. Because oh. that's a part of the coastal grandma. Bring a blanket. White and wine. A <laughs> yes. That's what I uh see. Like find a cute stray dog to walk. A hundred percent. That's how it is. It has to be one of those white fluffy ones though. Fall in love, reconnect, like steal someone's dog on the beach, <laughs> have a dog. Um, what else? I just picture too, like, I feel like 
anyone can live the coastal grandma life. Mm -hmm. I just feel like the younger version would be like Nicole Kidman and Big Little Lies minus the domestic abuse, you know? Yeah. Very like Monterey. Well, because she's out on her like, um, is it a patio if it's in the air? Like a porch? I get No, what is it called? It's in the... I, I want to say the chaise, but that's a lounge. But there is a, a chaise. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Just bring it to the Golden Girls, the original yeah. Coastal Grandmas. Everything goes back to the Golden Girls as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just being out on the beach, like just overlooking the beach with your glass of, uh, I don't know, Pinot Grigio or I don't know what. Or your Kim Crawford. There you go. Who I thought was a lady for the longest time. That Kim Wait. Crawford sounds like a lady in a Nancy Myers film. Kim Crawford's a real lady, right? Kim Crawford's like an Australian man. Wow, this hurts my brain. Oh man, and oh. shatters my dreams. True. So you've been doing well, <laughs> yeah. living your coastal grandma life. Yeah, I had uh, my first big photo shoot, so that was exciting. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, the pictures came out really nice. I was pretty proud of it. Um, I'm not really a baby kind of person, but it was like a family photo shoot and the baby was super cute and I don't know. Nice. It was cool. And you're a Brie Picconi photography? Oh yeah. If you want to follow my photography page, it is Brie Picconi underscore photography. So Brie Picconi is all lumped together this time. Gotta take what I can get. I feel like I I don't want to do too many underscores. I mean, the the whole reason I have an underscore in the first place in my personal Instagram is because it was already taken. Just Brie Picconi. Lame. I know. So rude. It's okay. I mean, Nikki Jensen's already taken on everything. But that D. Gotta put that that D in there. That go in there. Yeah. Yeah. D. But every Nikki Jensen I know, like, we all look the same. So. Wow. Must get confusing. I guess. I, every one has, like, dark hair and, like, is white. So, <laughs> anyways, I digress. But, but yeah. yeah. No, I'm excited for tomorrow, to be honest. What's tomorrow? So, tomorrow – okay, so, every week, which is very Coastal Grandma, very, like, Nancy Myers in a way, because I view, like, older people doing this, but I oh, like yeah. it. Anyways, I have date night. Mm-hmm. Every Thursday night with my boyfriend. We're going to go see The Northman tomorrow, which is Rod... Why, why do I get his name wrong? Is it Roger Eggers? Robert Eggers? Richard Eggers? He's the one who did The Witch. Mm. Um, He did That Lighthouse with Our Paths. Oh, yeah. And William Defoe. But anyways, his new film is The Northman, and it has Nicole Kidman in <gasps> it, and Anya Taylor-Joy, and I'm really... I'm really intrigued because it looks, I don't know, it's like Viking. Oh. So. I didn't know. Well, actually, it's, is that your people in a way, right? The Vikings? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit. A little bit? <laughs> a little bit. Somewhere. Somewhere down there. But, uh. Ooh, it's, uh, he's got some, a- wait, isn't that, um, is that like Chris, that's not Chris, that's Alexander Skarsgård. Hey! Big Little Lies always goes back to the. Wow. Well, wait, are they related to, um, um. Stellan? Oh my Stellan. God. Isn't that, is that's that his, his son? dad? Yes. Yeah, because they look alike. Brie, it goes <laughs> back to Mamma Mia! <gasps> oh my God, I love it. <sighs> Coincidence music plays. 
But Brie, did you see Nicole Kidman's red carpet look? Her I, Prada moment for the Northman premiere? I did. It's like, um, to me, it almost looks like a 1920s number. Like, it gives me some vintage vibes. It's like, um... It's almost it's like floor length, right? With little like um beaded I I guess they'd be flowers. They're beaded, yeah, like cherry blossom looking flowers or something to that effect. But yeah. It's that like it's that second Shrek nail polish color green. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we describe colors now. Yes. Oh boy. But she has coral feathers on the sleeves which it's just a serve it's a serve yes it's a serve it's a look i guess it is green for some reason i thought it was yellow i guess it is like it's like um it's an interesting shade it's not chartreuse is it no <laughs> it's not dark enough for chartreuse but it's almost like um kiwi okay that's a color but yeah a, a little bit chartreuse like a muted chartreuse but oh, those feathers. I love the feathers. I don't know. I Anything Nicole Kidman wears, too. Especially, like, this decade Kidman. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I, I, I can't even think of a look she's worn that I haven't liked. I haven't either. She, her performances, always a hit. Never a miss. Her outfits, her, always a hit. Yeah. Ugh, so good. You really can't beat Nicole Kidman. No. And she's back to being like a more of a redhead. Mm. Like what was she doing? She was blonde for a hot second. Like a true blonde. Oh, like a icy or or like a not not yellowy, but kinda like standard blonde for a bit. Mm. It does look a little more natural. Yeah. Or is there, is there another photo you're looking at? Because she looks blonde to me, kind of. She does, but then in the full length with Anya Taylor-Joy, it looks a little more red. It's like coming through. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I see what you mean. I don't know, I, but I am waiting for the day when Nicole Kidman goes like full redhead again. Yeah. <sighs> that's That's peak. I know. I think she will. I don't know. You think so? I have a feeling. Yeah. I really hope so. At least one more time, you know? I feel like she goes through cycles of red and blonde. I feel like that, too. Have we ever seen a Nicole Kidman that was a brunette? I feel like I feel like I have. I don't know when, but I feel like that huh. feels familiar. Let's see. Oh, has this ever happened? She's... Okay, that's a still a red, but like that's an auburn. Kind of red. Yeah, well, it's so good though. I love. Or I, I said it again. I'll say it once, and I'll say it again. I love a redheaded Nicole Kidman. Same, but no, her uh, red carpet look for the Northman was ace. Oh, sorry, I feel like I just like I haven't stopped talking. Like I Same. feel like that, I had so much really? energy. Blah, 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 blah. Ah. <laughs> ah. You can calm down. I feel like I just took my first breath. Same, like come back to earth. Yeah, uh. so much excitement. I think it's just because we haven't caught up in a moment, and there's just like so many pop culture things that we can talk about. Like just fun things. So many. Yeah. So many things. So little, little time. time. 
Um, Did yeah. you see the um, like Glossier has its first celebrity campaign? I did. I did. And it's Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize. It took me a moment to realize that that is the first celebrity campaign. I kind of... Because Glossier is a pretty big brand. I feel like they've grown a lot. They've become pretty popular. Right? Wouldn't yeah. you say? Or like an indie in an indie way? Well, I would say Glossier, when they first started out, it was very web-centric. It, you know, Emily Weiss started off with her blog, Into the Gloss, and then from there made Glossier, and they had, like, slow launches. Like, they only did skincare for almost a year, and then they, like, brought in, like, lip shades and et cetera, et cetera. And they always um, paired with other bloggers or other, like, content creators. Like, it was very, like, web-centric. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say, I feel like I've seen, like, influencers kind of – I don't know. I don't know a lot of influencers personally, but I know that it was, I guess, like you said, web-centric. It was, like, one of those quote-unquote, like, cool brands in, like, 2016, 2017. Yeah. And then I feel like Glossier kind of fell off, you know? Because, like, that kind of – everything in the past five years like that has kind of fallen off. Mm. You know, like, we don't watch girls anymore. Like, you know, we're not – that, like, cool girl aesthetic is kind of, like, burned to the ground. And I think Glossier kind of – was what's with that okay um and i know in the past year glossier has really tried to um to like have their resurgence mm. and i i don't know i don't think it's like really worked because mm-hmm. i haven't kept up with it i mean i know that last year they came out with like a cosmetic bag and i was like well okay are they back yeah are they gonna do something interesting and now finally olivia rodrigo is their spokesperson, which is an excellent choice Yeah, for Glossier. It just – it makes sense. I mean, I feel like her style or her, like – I feel like she doesn't wear, like, a whole lot of makeup, but it's, it's kind of minimalistic and mostly, like, natural. And she has, like, this glowy look that she does. So it – isn't Glossier, they kind of – they have that, like, glowy, radiant, like, um, almost no makeup kind of aesthetic, right? Or just- yeah. Like, bringing out your natural beauty. Yeah, it's cool girl makeup. It's, yeah. It's slapdash, almost. And Olivia Rodrigo's youthful and, yeah, kind of 90s in her aesthetic anyways, which I always – that's what I think of when I think of, like, clean, like, fresh face, like, brown lip, you know? Yeah. Natural. So, I don't know. I really love the campaign. It's really cool. I dig it. The – um. Just the way it's shot, and it's kind of, like, fuzzy, uh, almost like it's on film, or, like, a VHS or something. It is very, to me, it's very, like, 90s Sofia Coppola. Yeah. Not her films. No. Not, like, Virgin Suicides. Like, her in the days of, like, a high octane. Yeah, like, chopping things up and putting them together. Like, it, a little, kind of lo-fi, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Very lo-fi. No, I just, like, love it. I think she's just the perfect spokesperson for this brand, too. Or to make it cool again. Yeah. She's a cool, cool fucking girl. Yeah. Also, did you see there's the – one of the big promotional photos is just, like, a 
close shot, like a headshot of Rodrigo. This one? Yeah. No, just, I love like, that. hair slicked back. She looks like, do you remember April from America's Next Top Model? Um, vaguely, like, I would have to look her up. There's so many top models. But, like, uh, the really beautiful one from Cycle 2 who didn't win. She got fourth place. But she was just gorgeous. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at her now. I do remember her. Yeah, I feel like she was underrated. But, yeah, doesn't she look like April from AMTM? Just like or that. no? I mean, a little bit. Like, like... The natural kind of beauty, like... No. The hair. No, I swear. In the face. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like the cheekbones. And that makeup look. The makeup, yeah. The chin. <laughs> no, she's just... To me, she's giving April A&GM. I feel that. Sorry, yeah. Oh, like in this one, too. Sorry, people can't see what yes. I'm looking at. The kind yes. of natural shots of her... Where she's just kind of like, I think it's her expression too. Like it's kind of um, it's not really expressionless, but it's just like uh, she, I don't know, you know, like models do like the fierce look, but it's like not super. It's kind of a relaxed look on her face. I don't know how to describe it. Just very natural, very pretty. For sure, and that's how Olivia Rodrigo Effort- looks. Effortless. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I really dig it. Yeah. I don't know. She's so cool. I could totally see how this would like inspire people to to shop Glossier. Yeah, like I saw the ad and I was like, "Oh, Glossier." I wonder if they would collab on something specific, like color or something of like a lip shade cuz you know, maybe something 90s. I don't know. This is just like my wishful thinking. <laughs> cuz I don't know if they they haven't done anything with like a celebrity like that before but i'm like would they ever you know have like a special product maybe like olivia rodrigo collab i wonder because as far as like now they have like the like olivia's favorite which is very in line with like the influencers who've you know partnered with glossier so i don't know me i would i would like that i think that would be a little a little different for glossier anyways because this i don't know i think you're right like, you can't do the same thing for six years. Yeah, I'm like, like, let's switch it up. It's also Olivia Rodrigo. Like, I want, I don't know. I think I would, I feel like so many, I don't know. There's a lot of celebrities, I feel like, that put their, that have had collabs with, in the makeup world with different brands. So I feel like this one would be really special because it's, I don't know. They don't do this kind of collab a lot. So, and what it's Olivia Rodrigo. What would it be? I don't know, but like something like like a '90s lip or like a gloss of sorts, like a maybe oh a, a lip gloss because they only have the one. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a special limited edition lip gloss or um like maybe something for the eyes. Does Glossier do they do like eyeshadow? They do. It's not really a big thing though. It's not it? a big thing for them, but huh. I don't know. I know. I'm like racking my brain because I always think of like her album cover. I'm like, is Glossier going to have face stickers? That would be really fun. Uh, I don't know. Face stickers included in your purchase. I don't know. I'm just like. (laughs) I know. I do feel like I kind of want more. I want more. Yeah. I'm here for this collab, but I want more. 
Yeah. Or, like, if you're going to be the spokesperson, I, I want to see, like, the stick for, like, a little bit. Yeah. With Glossier. Like, I want, like, next season to roll around and Olivia Rodrigo is still the face of Glossier. I feel like it's been a while, too, since we've had, like, a like a celebrity, like, a cool girl to, like, be the face of anything, you know? Except for, like, Chanel, Kristen Stewart, I suppose. Oh, is that her now or like I haven't? Yeah, yeah. Kristen Stewart up. is the face of Chanel. Oh, interesting. I don't know, but it, you know, I don't know. It's it's not. It doesn't hit. Yeah, for me personally, <laughs> I don't really look at Kristen Stewart as an it girl or like a. I don't look to her for fashion. No, I don't know. Oh, I do. I love Kristen Stewart's fashion. Hmm. I mean, I did really like her look. Um, at the at the Oscars? Was it the Oscars? Yeah. Her, um... Or the VM... The pantsuit? It had to be at the Oscars, right? Like the... It was like the shorts. Yeah. 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 Not the pants. Like short suit. The short suit. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to more. Because, like, you're right about, like, we don't have celebrity, like, cover girls or, like, L'Oreal or Revlon. This is, like, the closest we got. Right? I was just thinking brows. Aren't her brows, like, like, um, doesn't she do kind of, like, a bushy brow or, like, a... It's like a... Olivia Rodrigo? Yeah. Or like, not a bushy brow, but like, something with her brows. She has great brows. Yeah? I thought I, I read she does... She, or maybe it's just her natural look. Well, I know that in the... I'm, I'm confused. What? I... Well, I know she was talking about using boy brow. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder, does Glossier have like a... They must have some type of brow. They have like, boy brow. That's yeah. what it's called. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's like their best-selling product. That makes sense. Well, maybe all she has to do is use it and people will buy, I'm sure. Oh, probably. I don't know. I just feel like she has perfect brows. I like her brows a lot. She's like those fluffy brows. Yeah. Those fluffies. Yeah. Man, what what else can we talk about? Did You saw the um, premiere of The Kardashians? On Hulu, yes, I did. Only on Hulu. Exclusively on Hulu. <laughs> I, know, what, I did. What were your thoughts? I was charmed. The Kardashians charmed the pants off me. Yeah. I I was pleasantly surprised. I, I was even, I was in that first shot where they're like zooming through the different Kardashian houses. Oh, that was fun. I was sold. I don't know. I'm very into all of their personalities. I feel like I've grown up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. They are like when you when I look at them, like I can see why people are annoyed. Yeah, or like don't like them. But I feel like there is something about them when you actually watch their show. And this show's no different. I think you just the name is just different. The name's just different, but I don't know. Something about them is very charming, and I like all of them, to be honest. And I've grown up with them now. So I like – it's like checking in on an old friend. You're like, oh, my God, Scott's still around? I know. I was surprised that he was still around, honestly, but – Chloe's addressing that he dates younger women? <laughs> oh, he's still really sad? Oh, good to know, I guess. <laughs> I know. It's like, jeez. Or, like, did you see the – um? did you see the meme – where, you know, when Kim is complaining, or not complaining, but she's, like, the kid finds out, like, this thing about Roblox. Roblox, yes. Like, this, like, potential sex tape on Roblox. Yeah. 
and Kim has the iPad and she's like, Chloe, look at this. Look at this. And have you seen the meme where it's like, look at Tristan Thompson's face thinking he's about to be caught cheating every second? Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> Yikes. And then they do a close-up on his face and he's like, hmm? <laughs> like, like, what? What's going on? Oh my god, no, but I cannot wait to look at some memes because I bet there will be a bunch. So many. What did you think of the Kardashians? It was a lot of fun. I mean, I agree with you. So, like, I didn't really watch the show when it's prime. I was late to the party. Um, I started watching in the pandemic. I watched the first couple seasons of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And I got the appeal. I mean, it's, like, while I do think, you know, they're kind of problematic or whatever, but, like, it's their personalities, I think, for me, that are entertaining and how they interact with each other. Um, and I guess just the fact that they are, like, a real family, you know, so it's, I don't know, it's just entertaining. I'm, I guess it's a guilty pleasure? I don't know. I guess so. I mean, like, I've been an on and off viewer since 2007. Like, I remember when it premiered. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I actually, I took a couple of notes. Nikki, you'll like this. Yeah? I screenshotted my notes to pretend, like, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna post to Tumblr. That's so lo-fi and so Tumblr. Um, Sway Tumblr. One of my favorite moments, though, is in the beginning. It's like the first 10 minutes of the show, and they're all kind of like at Kim's. I guess it's at the barbecue. They're all sitting mm-hmm. around, and they're just starting to film for the first time. And like Chloe's like getting nerves, and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm starting. Because like Chris is like, how's everyone doing? First day of filming or whatever. And like Chloe's like, ah, I'm getting a little nervous. I was getting a little bit nervous. And, and then Chris goes, you'll be fine. Suck it up. <laughs> and it was like, I don't know. It was just, like, really sassy. And then Chloe's like, yeah, well, I'm always fine. But it was just like, you know, she's like, you'll be fine. Suck it up. Suck it up, sweetie. Like I love Kris Jenner. I don't know. Same. Her <laughs> sass is, like, unmatched. I don't know. I just thought that was hilarious because it seemed like a real moment. Like, I don't know. Um, I just, I loved Kim Kardashian just... I don't know, being herself and calling people out like uh, Deborah Messing or like she referred to her as the Will and Grace girl. Just like that's a read. Yeah. (laughs) By the way, I know some people on Twitter were like, Kim Kardashian doesn't know who Deborah Messing is. I'm like, "Mm, no, that's a read. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she knows. I think she that was, yeah, like you said, a read. But it cracked me up. I loved it. I loved her clapping back about being on SNL and I mean I'm not hating on Kim for being on SNL like I liked her monologue that opening monologue she did I I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I mean what I didn't under I didn't believe when Kim Kardashian was like um when Kim was like yeah I love having funny friends like I called up Amy Schumer to help me with my monologue and I'm like I know I cringed <laughs> I was like, no offense, all the offense. Um, Kim Kim's SNL monologue, way funnier than anything I've ever heard Amy Schumer say. Oh my gosh, that did crack me up though because I remember like we were just talking about Amy Schumer and my disdain for Amy Schumer. Yeah, isn't that so weird? Like I really, I'm like I love Kim Kardashian. Don't like I don't know. It's a weird uh, basic bitch scenario right now it is okay (laughs) but um i don't know but kim cracked me up nick um 
because she okay well we we this is perfect because we're drinking diet cokes so in the spirit yes yes i know what you're talking about um so they're at like this restaurant and they're getting like a salad like a chopped salad and then i guess the waiter brings out like uh someone else's soda right i think kim had an iced tea and i don't know if it was chloe someone got a soda Someone got a soda, and Kim goes, is that a Diet Coke from a fountain? And then the guy goes, no, it's from a can. And she goes, I will stick to my iced tea. She goes, I love a good fountain soda. I love a good fountain soda. Exactly. Which, yes. She's accurate. She's not wrong. She is not. I love a good fountain soda. I thought of you. I'm like. (laughs) Okay. I I feel like. I'm like, oh, Kim Car. I feel like I really relate to Kim. Like, I feel like if I was like a successful businesswoman slash mom, I would probably act like Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I could see that. You probably would also be studying to be a lawyer if you had the, you know, just like Elle Woods, probably because of Elle Woods secretly. Yeah, I could see that. I love it. I love too. like everyone was wearing skims. Oh, yeah. True. I even loved because, like, I've been looking at skims. Yeah, I think I might switch over, Brie. I might be a skims girl. I need to know, like, if you get them, I need to know your review. Well, have you checked out the skims website? Yeah. This is great. Like, she's. I don't know. I'm really impressed. Skims is great. Like, I'm looking at the halter bodysuit. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking at the everyday thong. Also, I really like the t-shirts. I forget what they're called, but they're the super tight looking t-shirts. Oh, yeah. I like the one Chloe was wearing, which was like a bubblegum pink. Ooh. Do you remember in the in the Kardashians? Like, Chloe wears this really tight, like, pink shirt. I Honestly, I don't remember eh. that well. <laughs> well, anyways... So, I know, I love how you're like, I remember little beats from the show, and I'm like, I remember the skims they, they were wearing. But literally every day this week, I've been on skims.com, so. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So, when you see it, you know it. You're like, that's a skims top. Oh, yeah. I've been hardcore in skims. Nice. So, so right. the next step is... Gotta acquire some skims. Which... I don't know. If you shop at Victoria's Secret, it's like the same price. So whatever. yeah, didn't you say their prices went up too? So yeah, um, it's crazy, and I don't know. I know inflation, yeah, and everything, but Victoria's Secret's not even that good. So I don't know. Well, I'm gonna try a new underwear. <laughs> Speaking <Which> one? of <laughs> underwear, um, I got this Instagram ad. It was something called Cheek Boss. I don't know. They, they got me. They said, two free panties. All you got to do is pay shipping and handling. Like, I woke up to this Instagram ad, and that was the first thing I did this morning. Not sponsored, by the way. I know this sounds suspicious. But yeah, I woke up, and then the ad just got me. I was in a mood. I was like, you know what? I need some new underwear. Let me just test it out. So I will let you know how it goes, because you never know with promos. For sure. And I'll let you know my skims. Yeah. My skims journey. I need to know. Yeah. So. But yeah, I loved the uh, the first step of the Kardashians. I, I'm excited. I'm going to watch the rest yeah. every Thursday, I think. Nice. 
But speaking of the Kardashians, or the Kardashians adjacent, can we talk about Ye's former muse, Julia Fox? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Julia Fox um, did this photo shoot with Harmony Corinne. Oh. Uh, a la Gummo and Spring Breakers. You know that filmmaker. Oh, yeah. For um, su- uh, Supreme Spring Summer 22. It is a vibe. I I love it. Like, Julia Fox is giving real, like, art hoe. Yes. She's like, I don't know. I, I like this look where she's, it, it's like a flight attendant look. Mm-hmm. And then she's got a little red lace bra showing through. And she's serving sass right to the camera. Yeah. She's, like, sitting on, what's his name? He's a famous skateboarder. Uh, Tyshawn Jones. She's like sitting on his lap, and yeah, it's it's very like it reminds me of um, it's like Harmony Corinne's doing a like Jurgen Teller, yes, kind of shoot. It does have that vibe, like good Jurgen Teller, not Jurgen Teller with like the celebrities shot by trees. Have you seen those recent like? Like, 2021, 2020, Jurgen Teller images. No, they're by trees? Yeah, like, literally, like, in a neighborhood. He was, like, shooting, like, Uh. celebrities, like, in front of a tree. Not like that, Jurgen Teller. Like, good early 2000s, late 90s Jurgen Teller. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Like, it's... I don't know how to describe it. It, It's, like, high fashion, but it's, like, um... Uh, I, I really don't know how to describe it. It almost looks like they're experiencing an after party of some sorts. Yeah, no, I'm just, I really like it. I like this. Um, this is very, like, this is very much a pop culture moment because yeah. you have a brand like Supreme. Right. You have Julia Fox, who is the reigning it girl. Mm-hmm. Shot by Harmony Corrine or Corinne? What? <laughs> That's so cool. I don't think we get like a moment like that. It's it's in, a lot of things. It's yeah. once in a blue moon. I agree. I feel like, yeah. Like what? Like that's like a word salad. Supreme Julia Fox. It's not one. It's not a collab that I would see coming for sure. You know? No. It almost seems like one of those dreams that you have, you know? And you're like, huh. You wake up and you're like, wait, did that really happen? You know? You ever have those dreams where you just, like, yes. celebrities collab and th- you, you see, like, certain outfits that, like, when you wake up, they don't actually exist and then you get angry? Yeah. Well, this is one of those things, too, like, on paper it makes no sense. Yeah. But it actually, like, Harmony Corinne and Julia Fox together make the most sense. Yeah. Like, especially, like, um, like a Spring breakers like, you know, the Harmony Corinne. Yeah. Like, very self-aware, self, like, he, or, like, or not self-aware, but, like, he's, like, not criticizing it, not parroting. What's the word? Um, Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, he's, it's, like, a commentary on whatever is going on. Like, Spring Breakers is gritty and dirty, but it has yeah. something to say about yeah, about that lifestyle and about those people. Yeah. 
And I feel like Harmony Corinne and Julia Fox make a lot of sense to me, is what I'm trying to say. Like, just something about them make a lot of sense. Yeah. And they collaborate well. I mean, just looking at these images. Also, you... (laughs) It feels kind of on the nose, though, the Spring Breakers element, because, like, the guy has, like, a ski mask on and, like, a wad of, like, dollar bills. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's true. Yeah. Uh, Julia Fox would have been great in Spring Breakers. Right? Uh, I want to see a film where Harmony Corinne directs Julia Fox in something. I want to see that. That That's a weird film. I know. Like, I mean, honestly, I could... I honestly could care less about the clothing brand Supreme. Mm, no. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, okay. I mean, it is really cool, but yes, I agree. The The more important collaboration here is Harmony, Corinne, and Julia Fox. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know some of that will probably get cut, but <laughs> my like psycho babble, but bear with me. I just, something about them makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I love, I love that that like the only way I can describe it is Jorgen Teller but like that style of photography like the really bright like flash and um I don't know these almost feel like candids in a way which I really love it's really cool it's way cooler than like I don't know really posing someone too much or I don't know I like that style as well I do too yeah Mm -hmm. Julie Fox is my muse. I know. She just keeps doing things. She just keeps continuing to be the it girl. So she really is. Every look to every time I see her, just out and about, it's a good look. I don't know. I I think she can do that high fashion with like the, like the Oscars, like neck choking dress to like, I love her street, like what she wears out and about way more too. I agree. So. She always has the best looks. I love it. But anything else you want to talk about? Um, I'm thinking. I feel like we've covered a lot. We have. Well, like, before we wrap up, do you want to talk about how we are Madame Zeronis climbing or, like, helping the pig <laughs> up the mountain? What? How we're Miss Cleo's? Just, you know, being psychics. You and I? Yeah. And Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Are you talking about the sweetest thing? Yes. And how, okay, all of a sudden, it just seems, or at least we've taken notice since we've made our episode on the sweetest thing, our movie club episode, it's been popping up everywhere. At first, I thought it was an algorithm thing that was being suggested to me, like, but how many hashtags does it or not hashtags but um it has like a a crazy amount of like views i think on tiktok like the hashtag has 11 million views on tiktok and hashtag the sweetest thing yeah hashtag the sweetest thing and so somehow we are on top of this trend or maybe we were late to the party we were ahead like what is happening why is this movie coming back like it's so random because i've seen a lot of people like i've seen julian cookies like do like um his, like, lip-syncing to some scenes, and um, what else? I don't know. I'm just – there's a lot of Tic Tacs on it now. That whole ID article, what is the headline? It says, this forgotten 2000s movie revolutionized 
sexuality on screen. And that's what we were saying. Where Where is our credit for this? <laughs> True. Well, to be fair, though, we were saying this is not a good movie. <laughs> but, but it's fun. And of the time, like, at the time, yeah. like, female, we had, we didn't have a lot of, like, I guess chick flick. I don't know if you want to say a chick flick. I don't know what you'd categorize it as, but like as far as like movies like Bridesmaids or like yeah. Girls Trip, like a good a movie for girls yeah. that are raunchy, like it broke some like barriers. A sex comedy, it did. A sex comedy, yeah. I think for women, I think it's just hilarious how TikTok has really grabbed on and been like the sweetest thing. It's like we really didn't, you know. Give it its, you know, due. Yeah. Like, what, what? Like, I don't know. I guess we're tapped into something right now. And the penis song has been popping up everywhere lately. It really has. I, but, like, it blows my mind. I really, the sweetest thing in a 2002 lens doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like, the film doesn't work. It, you know, it, it ain't all that. It's on par with she's all that. Like as far as like if it's it's mid. Yeah. But it's so funny how I think that if this movie came out like in the 2022 lens, mm-hmm. I think it would do really well. Yeah. Like if this movie came out today, maybe the penis song would be better coordinated as well, like the choreography. <laughs> but I think people nowadays like young people like people our age, yeah would really like i get why they're vibing with the penis song yeah it's funny it's funny i don't i don't know if like because i don't know because i was not my age in 2002 i don't think ladies were talking like that just in everyday life yeah quite like that yet right like maybe sex in the city but they never i don't know so maybe it was a little too ahead of its time i think maybe i think I th- I think this kind of bodes well with like the way way we speak now, the way we view things now. Yeah, like nothing y- you cannot be too ashamed. Like there's nothing to I don't know. It's very like or their confidence about it. Their confidence. Too. Yeah. Like the penis song is a very like randomly confident uh-huh thing where you're like, "Well, wait, Toots, like hold on. Like we didn't say anything about anything and you're just ragging on guys for their like quote-unquote expectations but i feel like that's like a lot of females now yeah like i don't know if that makes sense i mean for better or for worse should we have like a reboot of this movie nick what are your thoughts who would be in the sweetest thing remake (sighs) see i don't know because i feel like i love the original cast so much i don't know Mm. just euphoria kids I don't know, though. That doesn't seem right. I, don't- I feel like a 2022 Sweetest Thing, you'd throw in a Hunter Schaefer. She could play someone in The Sweetest Thing. Yeah. Maybe like a Sydney Sweeney. I was I was thinking, yeah. Okay. And a uh, Maude Apatow as Selma Blair's character. Maude Apatow. Um, Lexi. Oh, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll talk about actors nowadays. Like, I feel like anytime we talk about any 
people we like from now. We're just like the Euphoria cast. Yeah, I honestly don't know. I'm other than the Euphoria cast. I'm not like well, I don't know. Yeah, the Demilios. That's more like it. Addison Ray starring in the Sweetest Thing remake. There you go. <laughs> that's the spirit. Her, Dixie, Charlie, all three. All three. Lil Huddies, uh, the Thomas Jane character. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, can you imagine them singing, like, an auto-tune version of the penis song? An auto-tune version? <laughs> I mean, it's... Yeah, that'd it's be fun. Cringe. Do we really need it to be auto-tuned? I don't know. I feel like anything they do is a little auto-tuned, though. Yeah. No, you're right. It'd, it'd feel, like, weird without the auto-tune, probably. It's true. It would be like, what? That's their voice? Yeah. But um, the sweetest thing was really fun. So I'm glad people are catching on. Me too. Oh, but you know what the new one is? Like the new new? What? Have you seen it on TikTok yet? I, okay. When I go on TikTok, I don't know. I feel like our For You pages are very different. And I don't even know. Like I get recommended a lot of like grandma things. <laughs> like what? Had like sassy grandmas, like it's like majority of my for you page. Um, yeah. So oh, tell me what what are the haps? What is the new new? Okay, so we're we're probably going to be late to the party when it when we finally do it, but it is in the works. So just know that we thought of this first, even though it's going to come out in a couple months. And we were on no, the pulse. No, don't say goop. Not goop. It's Coyote Ugly. Coyote no. Ugly fashion is back in style. <laughs> and everyone's rewatching Coyote Ugly. It's a, it's a whole thing. Wow. See, we literally just put that on our movie club list. Like, that is, that is wild. So just remember audio evidence that when we do Coyote Ugly, we thought of it first. You're welcome. We also directed it. We starred in it. We produced it. <laughs> Choreographed it. Yeah. Can't fight the it. moonlight, you know. Oh, man. I did see, like, something, like, someone made a comparison about, like, the Sweetest Thing outfits to Coyote Ugly, like, of it being, like, a time. I guess the cropped, uh, the crap tops and low rise. For sure. What are your thoughts on low rise jeans? I'm here for it. I never, okay, I was... <laughs> At the time when they came out, I don't think it was age appropriate for me, but I remember being ready. This was so many trends, too, of the 2000s where I was, like, holding out for when I at least got 16, 18, whenever it would be my time to shine, and I could just wear, like, some type of, like, bra, low-rise jeans combo, maybe some cargo pants, I don't know, mythong showing. Oh, my God. Yes. By the time we were that age where we could wear that stuff. Like, twee was becoming in style. Yeah. Like, or, like, ugh. skinny jeans. Yeah. Like, what's mid-rise. it, 2011 style? Not that. Boring. <laughs> like, almost conservative. Like, the closest thing to sexy was a bodycon from BB in 2011. So, I agree with you. Low-rise? I want my – I would have my thong showing, like, in that one episode of Degrassi. Yeah. I just don't get it. It just, like, I feel like it was there, and I was like, oh, that'll be so cool. I can't wait to dress really funky. 
I don't know, have my belly button showing. And then by the time you got around that age, it's like, no, that's not cool. You got to put that belly button away. No, cra- They didn't sell crop tops like they do nowadays. No, we had a crop top drought yeah. for a literal decade. It was so dry. Like, no, not a crop top to be found. You had to make your own. I know. <laughs> we lived through some really tough times. We did. Or even the crop tops were like... The early 2010s, like, boho-y ones that weren't even, like, super cropped. Mm-mm. Like, I Dream a Genie style. Your skinny, high-waisted jeans would cover your belly button, mm-hmm. and then the rest would be covered as well. Yeah. For shame. I know. But. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, Brie, now we can live our best lives and wear low-rise jeans with I, our thongs hanging out. I love that. I love that it's come back. We have that freedom again. Yeah. Everyone's going to dress like they're in Euphoria High, and I'm here for it. Same. Yeah. <sighs> so many things to be excited about. <laughs> well, I'm really glad that we could uh, we could talk about so many things. I know. I wasn't sure. I mean, there's like a couple of things. I don't, I don't know. We probably can't talk about everything, but. I mean, oh yeah, what else? J-Lo got engaged, which we discussed a little bit last week. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, all I was going to say was on the J-Lo. Yeah. Sounds like a cult. Like, have you gone to that website? Yeah. I, I Okay. A part of me wants to sign up, though, oh just God. to see. Well, so we could talk do it, about do things. It. You know what I mean? Just for late to the party. Because I, I really don't need to be that in the know about Jennifer Lopez's life. Also, if she's going to put something on the J-Lo and it comes out anyway, what, you know, I don't know. It is, I get what you're saying, though. The way it's presented, like, she's, like, my close circle. Like, I don't know. It it does feel a little culty. I like the wordplay, though. It took me a while. To like, put, on the six. Yeah. Keep it on the low. The J-low. Oh, my gosh. It's really funny. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. It's a little cringy, honestly, but I love J-Lo. So, I'm like, maybe I... Maybe I should know about her life. I mean, but really, what is what else is there to know now that this big news is out? Like, what else is there possibly that I need to know about JLo's life? Like, really? What? I don't know. I know. What is she going to talk about and on the JLo? Yeah. Maybe you do need to sign up, Brie, because I'm like, what? <laughs> what else is there? <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, out of curiosity, I'm kind of like, maybe I should, like what content is she giving right and why do you have to pay <laughs> well because she she uses twitter and i think instagram i mean she uses social media not like all the time every day but like a decent amount i think i am so perplexed by jennifer lopez recently uh, yeah it's I don't know, but I love her, and maybe I'll subscribe and see what's on the J-Lo, so next time we get together, I can report. I, I don't know how often she's going to keep her peeps up to date. I don't know if there's, like, a special name for subscribers that are on the J-Lo, you know? The low, no. What would it be? The low house. The I don't know. Um, um, I don't know. It's a big J-Lo song. Not Jenny from the Block. I know. I keep thinking Jenny from the Block. Love don't cost a thing. If you had my love on the floor. <laughs> what's what's like a... I want to know. I want to be real, called something if I'm part of the J-Love cult. Right? You know? I just don't know what. I don't 
no. Because, you know, like, Mariah Carey, she has her lambs. lambs. Yeah, so what are J-Lo fans? Do J-Lo fans even have, like, a, a cult name? I don't know, but, dude, I'm a lamb. Like, Mariah Carey over J-Lo any, in all days. You know, Mariah Carey has, like, a master class out now. I got this ad for it. I don't know if she teaches you how to do the whistle note or what, but it was, like, really entertaining. Bri, you sign up for on the J-Lo. I take Mariah Carey's master class, and we'll report back. We'll circle back. I love this. Oh, my gosh. So, thank you guys for listening, and maybe next week, Bri will join (laughs) J-Lo's cult, and I will know how to whistle note. Yeah. Um, But you'll just have to see. But, yeah, stay uh, tuned. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for listening. Um, you can follow me at Nick D. Jensen. And you can follow me at Brie underscore Piconi. Yeah, and if you have any comments, questions, concerns, any movie club suggestions, uh, write us at thelatetothepartypod at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at thelatetothepartypod. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Bye. Uh, bye. <laughs>